All right. Are we, are we on? Yeah, we're on. <laughs> we're on. Let's do this. All right, man. Welcome back to YGFP, mm-hmm. your girlfriend's favorite podcast for some first-time listeners. And this is episode 49. Eight. Eight. 40, 48. 49 minus 1. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's just me, Vasani, the Violator, and Caesar, aka Sizzle, the Saint or Savage. Depending uh, on the day, I guess. You know. Uh, Ips isn't here with us today, mm-hmm. as you guys know her as Allison. And yeah, let's go. Let's get it. It's another episode, The Pod Gods. The Pod Gods. The, the Founding Fathers. Bro, I'm looking for my soundboard and I don't have it. I think <laughs> we started a bit prematurely. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, it's another episode, it's a beautiful Saturday morning, uh, still February, for some reason this month to me feels like it's taking forever, but... It's gone quick for me. Really? Yeah, I feel like this was a very quick month. Oh, you had money money. (laughs) (laughs) If if it went quickly for you, you got money money. Um, okay, well fuck it, I guess no soundboard for now until I find it, let's just dive into our first topic, shall we? Let's go. Um, yo, I've got such, like, interesting topics, I have no idea where to start. They better be fire. <laughs> <You got it>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, chicken feet huns. Chicken feet <laughs> <laughs> Man, Twitter was wilding this week. Okay, let's start on a serious note. Yeah, I, um, I haven't been on the socials in ages. Yeah, man, what, what, what's up with your sabbatical from the, from the socials? I just don't have the time right now. It's been a hectic week. It's been actually like week. I literally log on. I'm just like I don't understand what's happening. If <laughs> I log right out, like, yeah, you understand. miss one day of Twitter. It's like missing a year. Dude. Right, it's a, it's a year of content that you've missed. But um, what's happening this week? Something that I saw at the beginning of this week. Some very disturbing news about a Joburg pupil who fell from the third floor of the school building mm, after good. suffering an epileptic fit. Um, Ferndale High School. I'm not sure where Ferndale is. Damn. But it's in Gauteng. So a student died? A student died, man. He suffered an epileptic seizure, and he fell off the building uh, to his untimely death, of course. So I just want to say uh, our condolences to him. Um, I mean, there's really nothing the school could have done about it. It's not their fault, of course. But, but how did this happen? Like He suffered a seizure. He has epilepsy. No, but I'm saying, like, what about all the railings? Like I, I guess he fell off the railings. Let's try and read what this yeah, article says. Yeah, I'm just says. trying to understand, like, how did did he jump over the railings? Like, what was going on? In my head, something really fucked up just went on. So I'm, like, I'm just thinking, you know, he spazzed a little bit and he, like, fell off. He didn't have control of his body. But let's, let's read. Let's see if there are any more details here. The Ferndale High School pupil who fell from the third floor of the school building on Tuesday morning has died. Gauteng Education MEC Panyaza Lusufi first tweeted about the incident just after 10, saying he had received the information from a district director. Just before 1 o'clock, Lusufi again tweeted, Sadly, the boy passed on. Once more, we must go and face the family and break the news. It's too much now. Our sincere condolences to the family and friends. Okay, no real details. Um, mm. Damn, this is uh, unfortunate. Yeah. According to Mabona, the... Boy suffered an epileptic seizure and fell from a balcony at the school. We are at a last loss for words. So there aren't really <laughs> details. I guess nobody really saw it happen, which yeah. is weird. <laughs> Strange. 
But uh, yeah, I mean, geez, we last year we were speaking about those kids that had the bridge fall on their mother. Oh, I remember. Yeah. So I think this is a lot, man. It's just it's very sad, I must say. But uh, I don't want to be a Debbie Downer on this fine Saturday morning. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's our civic duty to discuss such things. It is. It is. It is. So is it gay to suck your own dick? It is. <laughs> 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 I told you I had interesting topics. Tell me why. Tell me why it is. Because <laughs> you're sucking dick. <laughs> but it's your own. <laughs> but it's still dick. No, but let's move on. <laughs> let's just move on because that's that's a bit hectic. We'll come back to that. I've got very good points to show you that that's not a gay thing. <laughs> I don't know. Did, did you see the tweet floating around yesterday? Yeah, what, what tweet? About what's the most funny thing y'all heard is gay. And then some dude was like, listening to R&B with your earphones in because you got a nigga singing in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> is that... Why? Nah, come on. Is that gay though? I do that all the time. Is that gay? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. nah. I, I disagree. I, I disagree. Where do you fall on that? I absolutely disagree. <laughs> Someone else was like, when you're walking down oh. a hill and you start to take those little jogging steps. <laughs> Is that gay? <laughs> nah, nah. The internet will make anything gay, bro. I, I'm sick of you guys. Stop smacking your nigga lips together. <laughs> Yeah, bro, you know, my life hasn't been the same since I've heard, since you told me that tweet, dude. It has not been the same. Uh, wait, I'm opening our soundboard now. I, I, I found You've it. You've got a soundboard? Yes, we I got do. Some size. Give us a round of applause, man. I am, once it loads. Alright. So we'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ignore, ignore, ignore. Um, I wanted to speak about the Oscars, but like, yo, we're so far away, f- removed from that. But, um... I want to speak about this chick that I saw. Winnie Harlow. You know Winnie Harlow? No. Oh, is that the one with the... Vitiligo. I was about to say albino. (laughs) Albino patches. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Vitiligo. (laughs) I was about to say, I was good. The albino patches. Oh my gosh. We learn new terms every day. Okay? <laughs> oh, Albino patches. I know it's vitiligo. <laughs> it's vitiligo. The thing that Michael Jackson had, right? Yeah. And I wanted to know, if this was the 70s, the 80s, would it be as acceptable to be such a revered model with that skin condition? Mm. You know what I mean? Because we know how... Um, ridiculed people like Michael Jackson were for what they did to their skin. Well, presumably did to their skin. Yeah. But he had patches of just albino patches really all over his skin. So what do you think that would have been like for her in the... You know, she is a pretty lady, but do you think she would have been regarded as pretty back in the 70s and the 80s? Not a chance. Not a chance, right? They would have got her the fuck out of here. (laughs) I fully agree, man. I don't think they were going to stand for that back then. Um, I think, <laughs> I think there are t- like two things there. White people definitely because our idea of beauty now isn't the same as what it was. Yeah. So white people definitely would have felt like, nah, this this is not beauty. You know what I mean? Oh shit. 
uh, this is not beauty. Why should we? Why should we endorse somebody who looks like this? Firstly, you're black and you've got white patches. Um, that's not our idea of beauty. Mm. And the second thing is black people also weren't clued up about that skin condition probably back then. So they yeah. would have been like, no, that's not pretty either. But now you've got like people that fully accept or like, yo, this is actually a beautiful woman. She just happens to have skin problems. Do you do you think she's pretty though? Yeah, I think she's pretty. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. Was very unconvincing. <laughs> <laughs> that was very unconvincing. I, I need to look at her properly. Let me, let me Google a picture. Yeah, quickly. Google a picture. Like, I have a rough idea of what she looks like. You know, I'm not going to lie. The first time I saw her, and I know that these guys are going to kill me, especially Tom, because he's very black power and all that. But yeah. the first time I saw her, she reminded me of those booths at Spur. <laughs> <laughs> you know those, those cow skin Yeah, cow skin. <laughs> and, at your favorite steak burger. Oh ranches. my god. Oh I'm looking at her, man. Yeah. Yeah. She, Cows, the, the cow patches. Yeah, man. I mean. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Let me see. She's like. The way it's shaped is mm, it's interesting. It's interesting. It's like around her mouth. It's very symmetrical around the mouth, yeah. Kind of look like, yeah. Let me not make a model and cocaine joke. It's not the t- it's not the right time. Say it. <laughs> I have to hear it. <laughs> you know, you know, models and coke, and just the way this vitiligo patches are shaped around the <laughs> nose and mouth area. Yeah, yeah. yeah the joke writes itself. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, she's pretty. Yeah, she is pretty. Nah, I think she's a beautiful woman. Yeah, like she's just got vitiligo. Yeah, but she's pretty. Yeah, I think the concept of beauty has changed a lot, dude. I think ever since that, um, people like her came out, Marilyn Monroe, you know, she was a chunky lady, but people thought she was very beautiful. So the Western idea of beauty is kind of dying now, and our Miss Universe now is also another example of that. You know, short hair, very, you know, slender, African dark skin, like the the idea of beauty has changed universally. What do you think about this thing of, unconventionally beautiful like you know like what's that model slick woods listen man if you're ugly you're ugly (laughs) because if you see that model some lady she has like a gap tooth and Uh like a tattoo of an ak-47 no her name is slick woods she's like real popular on the social slick woods show me a picture yeah i'll google her as well so for those of you who know slick woods you'll know i'm talking about and then, some people say she's unconventionally beautiful. Mm-hmm. And like, yeah, she's blown up. Yeah, have a look at her and all that. So, because somebody posted, oh, like, okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so people are like, yeah, she's so pretty, what, what, what. You know, and of course, the, the dudes, let's, let, me say, let me say this. The guys who are on Twitter, pre-2016 Twitter, Mm. They're still the same people. They still yeah. move the same way. <laughs> Very savage. Yeah. So they're like, nah, this girl's ugly. <laughs> and then I'm with them, new man. age Twitter people, you know, like our now, what do we call ourselves now? PC. Yeah, PC. Yeah, very, very much The so. PC society now is like, no, you can't say that. She's unconventionally beautiful. Mm. What, what, what? And then that dude was still like, nah, she's just ugly. No, she is. Um, I'm going to have to agree. Look, we, in in like an effort to sound like good people, we often say things to satisfy what we think other people want to hear. 
mm. instead of saying how we really feel about something. So, for instance, your girlfriend might think you're the best thing on this planet. You're very good looking. And then you leave the house and people are like, nah, I don't see exactly what she sees. You know what I mean? So, although looks are relative, you've got to say exactly how you feel. Because she is beautiful to some people. That That's yeah. like what's... But she's not beautiful to me. And I'm going to say it just like that. I know that yeah. I'm not the best looking person to everybody. But some people have said, oh, he's got to be. This is my thing yeah. now. Because this is another thing now where people are attacking other people for their preferences. Because, for example, if I do say she's ugly, people are going to come for me and be like, why are you saying she's ugly? What, 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 what? Mm. I'm like, so I'm not allowed to have my preference. I can't say. You're not allowed. Your son is a violator. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, this morning I was actually watching, uh, and it's bingo again. I'm, I have to bring up Eminem, but fuck. I was watching Cricket Eye and Eminem interview. It came out at midnight today, right? Mm-hmm. So I was watching that this morning, and he brought up, Eminem brought up, how convenient, like, how his preference is, like, he ranks his best artists, not his favorite, his best artists based on lyricism. But other people base what the best artist is on flow or delivery or beat selection. But he's, like, just lyricism. He's not talking about music-making ability, just your ability to spit bars. So he goes online and he finds uh, what people are saying is, like, no, Eminem doesn't have any style. And that's why he's not regarded as one of the best. He's just a guy that raps. Fair enough. He's not like the flashiest whatnot. Yeah. He's like, your preference really doesn't matter to these kids because they're going to say what they want and you're going to hold the opinion that you want. So your preference should be your preference. You guys need to stop fighting about what it is that you like over what somebody else likes. Like, exactly. I think that Sabrina and Gossi Chick is fine. Oh, yeah. And she used to be... <laughs> listen, man. around <laughs> <laughs> I think she's fine. <laughs> I saw her on Tinder, actually, incidentally. I was like, damn, this this Twitter boy girl's on Tinder. That's, that's, that's so crazy. Just a boy girl. <laughs> <laughs> and I swiped right. I was like, Brian, she's still fine. I'm sorry. But that's just my preference. Maybe if I didn't... You know, Simpure ruined my life by telling me that that chick was Maybe, maybe I'll see this question. Yeah, right? ask me. Let's say... Like, Simpio Sivu, all of us never jumped in, right? Mm-hmm. And said, oh, this is this person used to be of this gender. Uh-huh. And you and her met up, right? Mm-hmm. And you got into a relationship. <laughs> I see where this is heading. <laughs> okay. And a few months down the line, this information comes out to you, whether it's from her or someone around her, like, hey, bro, this used to be a, this used to be a dude. <laughs> like, well, what's your next play? My next play is like, okay, I want to I wanna confirm this information. So I'm going to go to her and I'm going to ask, well, I heard this information about you. I don't know if it's true. If it, if it's true, <laughs> I don't know. If it's true, I'm, I'm look. Okay, wait, how me, long have you been together, man? Okay, let me not say it comes from outside. Let me say she just breaks it down to you one day. Like one day, just like I need to tell you something. I think that changes things a bit, but I don't <laughs> see myself being with somebody who's formerly a guy. I just don't. So right there, it ends. <laughs> it's a tough one. That hit scratch the. <laughs> 
Scratch his head like we just brought out the toughest maths equation ever. Like, goddamn. Well, what would you do? <laughs> what would you do? Personally, I'd have to end it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know there's people that are gonna come and be like, no, but it's a woman now. Mm. Let me not say it. She, she's a woman now, mm. right? And they're gonna be like, so I don't understand. You're attracted to women. There's a woman in front of you. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's like, but they they started off as a, a male, a man, a boy, whatever. Mm-hmm. And that it would be a lot for me to wrap my head around. Even if they've completely transitioned. Like, yeah. Yeah. It just be a lot for me to wrap my head around. It is a lot. Still, dude, for me, I saw a picture on Twitter of... It's like a before and after picture, right? It's it's like a family. They're all young. It's just kids and it's all girls. It's yeah. the three daughters and the mom. And in the next picture, it's two daughters, the mom, and a guy. And it's like okay. 15 years uh, apart. Oh, okay, yeah. And then I zoom into the picture. I'm like, okay, this is a guy. How did? What did they mean they re, recreated the picture? But I just realized, no, that guy had a sex change. That girl had a sex change to become a guy. Yeah. And I was like, nah. I zoomed in further. I saw, like, you know, the scars oh, by, the, yeah. by the breast area. And I was like, bro, it's still, like, I know we're in 2020 and we should be, like, used to these types of things. But I'm still trying to get used to it myself, like, yeah. to be honest. <laughs> like, I'm tolerant of them. I don't, of them. I don't care uh, how they lead their lives. It's just a lot. It's a concept that I haven't properly adjusted to mentally. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anyways, what do you what did you have for us today, man? What did I have? Mm. Uh, oh yeah. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. <sighs> Another man. young black man's life. Needlessly. Yeah. Needless. Age of twenty, a young man was getting his money, mm. making a successful career for himself. Killed over probably something as minuscule as money. Like, probably. Yeah, most yeah. likely. They probably just killed him over some money. It's so. very scary for me, considering, like, people so much younger than us, they've obviously amassed, like, your hectic success in, like, their 20 years or, or less. Yeah. And then they die, like, right at the peak of what they, you know, just at the very point where they receive that wealth. They, they, yeah. they, they just die, like... The potential is probably so insane with somebody that's 20 and that, like, well-known, somebody like Juice World as well. And then they just die, bro. It, it's very heartbreaking. Uh, so, yeah, rest in peace to Pop Smoke. I can't say I'm very familiar with his music because I'm not. But it's still very sad, you know. As somebody mm. that's part of the culture, he was very missed. He's very loved, obviously. Yeah. He's very loved and he will be missed. Just unfortunate. Yeah. Interesting thing I saw today. Because, yeah. yeah, I was I was trying to catch up on all the socials, mm-hmm. but I just caught what's hot right now. And I saw some tweet as well. Some account. I think the girl's name is Lundi, Mali, Mandi, something like mm-hmm. that. And it was like she was saying some guy invited her out for a date. Right. But the guy she the guy said she has to pay for her own Ubers or something along the lines of that. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, yeah. like three hundred <laughs> rand per trip. So she was like, "This guy wants me to take out six hundred rand for Ubers to go on a date with him." But how much is the guy spending? And then it became a whole debate yeah. across the timeline okay. where now everyone's like, 
yeah, you women won't take out money. Other guys are like, no, you as a guy should pay for it all. And I was just like, let me come a sizzle. Where does he stand on this whole thing? I'm very glad you asked that because on my list I had is chivalry dead. Mm. And I think chivalry is still alive and kicking. I think we just have a generation of women who feel like they want everything done for themselves and claim to be independent. Mm. So I don't think chivalry is picking up the bill. I don't think that's what chivalry is. I think chivalry is... There's a lot more to it than just being well-mannered on a date. Yeah. Picking up the bill to me... Because money is such a material <clears throat> thing, it doesn't mean anything. Picking up a bill doesn't mean anything. It's a, it's a nice gesture for sure, but as far as material things are concerned... I don't see why that should matter. So if you are going out with a guy and you agree to go out, pay your half. He's probably going to pick up the bill. He's probably paying quite a bit of money to, to come wherever you guys are meeting. Money is going to be spent. <laughs> Unless you guys want to do something easier and just chill at somebody's house, maybe spend the night and then be on your way home. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I, I think... 600 rand is a lot, firstly. Yeah, it is. It's, it's a lot of money. But if the woman has agreed to go on the date, just make it known that, hey, bro, yeah, I, ca- I, cannot, I cannot pay all that money. Do not my thinking was, right? What was your thinking with this? My thinking was, would this happen if she was really into the guy? No, it wouldn't. If she was really, because if I'm this guy, right, I'm assuming this guy's probably not on Twitter. Because mm-hmm. this lady's, I checked her account out, she seems very popular. Mm-hmm. So I'm assuming if I was that guy and I saw that tweet, I'd probably think to myself, you are not willing to pay for an Uber to come see me. Like, you don't mm. desire me to that point. Yeah, yeah. Do you get me? Yeah, yeah. So you'd rather go and tell the story out to the world and be like, oh, this guy wanted me to pay 300 rand for an Uber trip. And so I'm just thinking, number one, that guy, like young king, go find you someone else that's going to love you. I agree. (laughs) I fully agree. Distance. Okay. Firstly, relationships, because they're going to go on their first date, right? Mm. Then they're going to have to go on another date at some point if things go well on the first date. How much money is being spent in a three-month period getting to know somebody? Right. <laughs> like all those Uber trips and all the all the dates and whatnot. How much money are you spending just on travel? Let's forget about whatever you guys are drinking or eating. Like, it's a lot, bro. So I think relationships are hard enough without the distance aspect involved. Yeah. So I'd rather be with somebody that's in close proximity or know that I have a car or know that it's not difficult for them to travel to come yeah. see me if they do live far. Somebody that doesn't mind taking a bus, maybe, or a taxi. Exactly. But uh, if you're dealing <clears throat> with a snobby girl that wants to Uber around everywhere, well, that's the lifestyle, the lifestyle that she's decided to create for herself. I don't mind. But you're not going to see her often, bro. Because already the first date is an issue. 600 rand, yeah. boom. Like, I think... <clears throat> Right now, I think what a lot of people are struggling with, right? Mm-hmm. This whole rise of Instagram and social media and everyone being influenced mm-hmm. is people are confusing affordability with love. 
Like I saw the special around Valentine's Day. A lot of people are assuming that these big grand gestures where Travis Scott will buy 2,000 roses and in put the them sh- all over the In room. the shape of a swan. Oh, God. People are like, that's so much love. Look how much he loves her. No, he can afford that. He can afford <laughs> he it. He doesn't mean he loves her more than any other guy loves his own girlfriend. He's just able to show her yes. better than the broker guy. He just has more money to do grand gestures. Exactly. But it doesn't mean his love is more or less or anything like that. And I think that's warped so many people's perceptions. And people are now like, if you can't take me to Santorini and buy me LV bags and Dolce & Gabbana, you don't love me. And it's like, no, stop being thick, people. Bitch, <laughs> There's a difference bitch, between bro. having money and being able to love someone. Look, if I'm taking a girl to Santorini, especially if it's a chick that I haven't known for a long time, best believe I'm doing it to flex. I'm not <laughs> doing it because I love her. Like, if I've known her for three months and... Yeah, no, it's not because I love you. It's because I want to flex. I'm like, okay, I'm out here with the fine-ass broad in Santorini. Yeah, no, it's just for that. But I know what you mean. Social media has definitely messed up people's idea of what it means to love somebody. Because the brokest people are often the happiest in life. Like, the simpler your life, the happier people tend to be. It's the added pressure of money and status that actually... (laughs) warps our perception like they they teach us that those things matter yeah kind that's of thing. true so i i'm not for it so yeah I, I fully understand you social media is a big part player in that and the people that we look up to your travis scott's your kylie jenner's those are the people that are negatively or positively there are two sides to that coin because there are rich people that see what travis scott is doing and be like oh, that's that would be great to do for my lady yeah. because they can do it but it depresses the rest of us because it's like my girl will never know what's that like, what what that's like, because this is where I am in life right now. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what yeah. I have to say on that. I think I saw a lot of that with this Uber story, where mm. a lot of the girls are like, "Yeah, these guys are just so broke." What, 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 what? And I'm just like, "There's a difference between affordability and." The, it's not that he doesn't love you that he won't pay for your Ubers. You just can't afford it. Let me ask you this. If you knew you were getting coochie that night, would you pay for that? <laughs> I think if that guy knew that he was getting coochie that evening, he would pay for those Uber rides. Mm. Well, uh, it was only the return trip that she had a problem with. She didn't mind paying. Yeah, she didn't mind paying for the first trip. For the trip. first trip. So that's 300 bucks. Boom. If he was getting the good good that night, I'm sure that guy was going to pay for that thing. Mm. But because it was just a date, probably just dinner... Or just a movie or something like that, or both. He was like, nah, it's not even worth it. I know how men think, bro. It's not, it's not, <laughs> it's not worth it, actually. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's music time. It's music time? It is. You got some picks? I do. I have a pick. A but pick. I was kind of confused this morning because I was listening to Royce's album, and I found two songs that I really liked there. Yeah, so a lot of new music came out yesterday. Yeah. Friday drops. And then I also had, like, Tame Impala on repeat. Uh, throughout the week so i'm a bit confused about what i want to hear but uh just for the sake of it i'm gonna play upside down by royce it's off his new album allegory
Trying to fuck the gay bitches that look just like the straight niggas. Why the straight niggas that the gay bitches trying to look just like, trying to look just like the gay niggas. I must look just like the grave diggers. You think you the people's champ because people playing your single. But I don't think that you should keep playing with me though. Because every time I squeeze a damn threefold, that's the Reaper playing bingo. That's a kilogram wrapped up on a Peter Pan Prevost. Whoever think I'm here to make some corny ass radio Viacom jangle Got my old diatribe tangle Sitting high up on them tires on my high horse I'm jangle Likened by white powder John Stamos Probably the only artist who could father time John Amos Rapper God erupted out of a Comic-Con Kano Committing lyrical homicide while beside Primo To the downers I'm Drano To the genre I'm Thanos any spitter think he's sicker than that, I have the antidote. Take it back to when there was apes in the pack. Kidnap you over that little rap you wrote. Leave your family taken aback by the handsome quote that I left on that ransom note. I ain't one of these dudes who be computer screen beefing. Gorilla nigga killing this with a TL. Verbal abusing females. Bill Maher used the term nigga so loosely, cause truthfully he know that he'd be using it on a DL. Louis C.K. know he can use it in front of Pookie, but no damn well that he wouldn't use it in front of DL. White kids graduate to relationships, a ton of perks. Black kids just aggravated and had to take a ton of perks. He come to church the first and 21st. And when it come to dirt, Gucci ain't the only ones putting black faces on front of shirts. Black women want to be built like cartoon characters. Eric Cartman, that bears a striking resemblance to Sarah Bartman. Now Google that when you get a chance. You're going to find out America's heartless. Remember... Effort has to go into the art, not the wave. Everybody talking about their own, their masters, but if the music don't age well, it don't matter. It's like you own 100% of nothing. Know your value. The butcher coming, nigga. All them times you gave him your best, got you complicating your stress. Cash rules, your last move, got them contemplating your next. I'm the one behind the wheel when them conversations go left. I need violence, but she wireless, I'm okay with a tech. What's the difference from a nigga who lived it and storytellers? Of course we fellin', soda brick whiter than Tory spelling. War with killers, nobody on my block was poured in us. I put a fork in a pot and got a euphoric feeling. Huh. Young heathens clap toes over VBS jewels. White kids put heaters at school on the CBS news. Became a legend for the skeptics who ain't believe you that dude. And for mornings, I never ate unless they feed me at school. Uh-huh. Serving out pots, had me turning out blocks. It's Brazil, the nigga. You know we the firm without box. Everything about timing, and I was stern on my clock. Cause niggas out now grinding, trying to earn what I got. Uh, stick to the script, my advantage was hustle. So I'm saying off the muscle, I'm hearing careers like a cancer a couple. The shooter crossed the Atlantic to touch you. Rubber bands in a duffel with both hands full. I ain't panic, I juggle. I'm very confident, y'all barely popping it. <laughs> y'all niggas treat A project shaped like K Washington. Chill back, stabbing the hell. I took A consequence. The yard big enough at the crib to bury hostages. Alright, that was Upside Down by Royce to 5'9. Man, I've got a hot take 
on this album because I listened to it this morning and I probably need to listen to it a few more times but in comparison to his counterpart Eminem I think this was a much better album um, but not for the reason that you might think I think for rapability they're pretty much the same but yeah. this was like really grimy very underground type of rap this album was that very underground type of rap Unlike Book of Ryan, which had a mixture of, you know, mainstream and yeah, yeah. whatnot. But this is just pure political rap bars. So I think <clears throat> he, ha- he has an edge on Eminem uh, with this album. I really enjoyed it. It's called The Allegory. You guys should go check that out. The Allegory. Yep. I've got a song. It's from Mash Beats. You guys know I play local African music. Mm-hmm. So Mash Beats dropped a song called Cuz. He had an album. I think it came out last year. Mm-hmm. What the album's called? But yeah, one of the songs I like from is called Cuz, and here it goes. Enjoy it. Everybody cold like their bodies. Claiming they want to know somebody. Like me. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is. I hop on a beat and body Hit up the news to cover it. Deep as the water you drowning in. Always with me, the money is. Always with me, the money is. Yeah, cuz nobody cold as these. Yeah, nobody real as these. Cuz, yeah, yeah. Nobody, nobody, nobody. Yeah, nobody is. I hop on a beat and nobody is. If I do not do it, nobody is. The money is thick as a body is. It's Nike, I cover my body in. Paper cut fingers from counting it. You find me wherever the profit is. You find me wherever the profit is. Yeah, I'm just saying it is what it gotta be. Long as my mama is proud of me. You really thought I wouldn't make it this far. I think you owe me an apology. Hit up the news to cover it. Deep as the water you drowning in. Always with me, the money is. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is. I hop on the beat and body it. Hit up the news to cover it. Deep as the water you're drowning in. Always with me, the money is. Always with me, the money is. Yeah. Cause nobody cold as these. Yeah. Nobody real as these. Cause. Yeah. 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 Signing it, the money agreement a covenant. I'm out of your league like Kaepernick. Still getting my money like 25th. Mercedes, I'm putting my mama in. Realer than real, a nigga is. You find me wherever the money lives. You find me wherever the money lives. Yo, yo, yo. Fuck all the shit they say. Look at the phone we can. Cause you find me wherever the money lives, yeah. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is cold as these. Nobody is. I hop on the beat and body it. Hit up the news to cover it. Deep as the water you drowning in. Always with me, the money is. Always with me, the money is. Yeah. Cause nobody cold as these. Yeah. Nobody real as these. Cause. Yeah. Selfish in my 
Suck a dick to be great. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said no. Is that my answer? Like no. Same time. <laughs> I have very consistent, direct answers yep. to these questions. Yep, yep, yep. Wherever any <laughs> slight hint of gayness creeps in, no matter what the reward, it, it's gay. It's gay. Okay, <sighs> let's see. Is sucking your own dick gay? Look, man. When you masturbate. You're essentially giving yourself a hand job. Yeah. <laughs> so you see where I'm going with this. I see where you're going with this. <laughs> when you blow yourself, you're giving yourself. So are hand jobs gay then? Are, are you are, are you <laughs> masturbating gay? Is that gay? I don't know. I see your defense. Right? <laughs> it's a solid defense. It's unrefutable. This is, this is the glove doesn't fit. <laughs> <laughs> You must what? You the glove doesn't fit. You must quit. Mm. All right. Let me, very let, good defense. Look, I get what you're saying, right? Because mm. it is just masturbation at the end of the day. If you're sucking your own dick, right? But it's still like, damn, it's like sucking dick. <laughs> I don't know. You see, the concept has been messed up because we haven't really. <sighs> We we don't know about guys that suck their own dicks. We haven't mm. been exposed to that concept yet, right? In mainstream pornography or anything else. Yeah. So until we see it in mainstream things, it's gonna start being the norm. Probably not in our li- in yeah. our lifetime. I hope not. But there are you know how they, they have these chicks that are removing their ribs and and whatnot. Uh, yeah. Niggas are gonna start doing that so they can suck themselves off. <laughs> I don't know how to see that. The concept I know is weird, but so is masturbation. If you think about it in a gay way. Okay, but okay, because <laughs> now I would understand. Right? Okay, <laughs> let's go down this rabbit hole. Okay, <laughs> so if you if you suck yourself off, mm-hmm. what is the next play? Are you gonna blow a load in your face? Are you gonna what? What is the next play? <laughs> I, I want to understand this. I don't know what the next play is, but I think it's just a quicker way See, of getting to your like, end goal. Is that gay? Did you Taking blow a load, own load in your own face? Was yes. That yes, that's gay. <laughs> See, but then, then suck your own dick will have to be gay because it's going to lead to that. It's not, dude. It's called pulling out. <laughs> you pull, you, You're pulling you, out on yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. It is literally pulling out on yourself, bro. Why would you take your own load? I don't know. No, why would you do that? Tell me. (laughs) (laughs) No, okay. Like I'm saying, the concept is foreign to us because we haven't seen it happen. 
and it's not socially <laughs> acceptable. Do things that are not socially acceptable. For instance, how much more is BDSM becoming like the the social norm in in sexual relationships? It's yeah. becoming more of a thing because we had an entire movie about it. Yeah, that did really well. A, a whole book series about it that did that did really well. That people liked the idea of. Maybe they were too scared to say it. Yeah. But once they had read those books, it was like, oh, this is normal. Rich people are doing this. I should give it a try too. Clearly, this girl had some pleasure from it. So I'm saying, once we see something like that, probably it will never be in Hollywood, but it's gonna be in the underground, in the porn world. In the underground. I think that's the porn, the underground of the entertainment <laughs> oh, industry. Dude. Yeah, it, it is. It's it's like there's A list, there's B list, and then there's porn. <laughs> So yeah, I until we start seeing that on like browsers and stuff, we're, we're done, bro. We're not gonna think it's okay. <laughs> Look, it's I'm always gross. curious about these things. <laughs> not the blowing load thing. I don't think I could ever wrap my I don't just see that. a dick that's like a dick. <laughs> I don't care if it's your own. I don't want to see it either. <laughs> but no, I, I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm just saying the concept of it is just yeah. weird, man. Yeah. I think niggas should get jailed if they do that. <laughs> You're very intolerant. <laughs> You're intolerant of people's lifestyles. No, it's like you're your own dick. Like, if you get to be an actual gay person mm-hmm. and suck your boyfriend's dick, that's whatever, man. Do you. You're gay, yeah. yeah. But, but then I'm saying, like, sucking your own dick, that just seems so foul. Like, I actually don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> it's making me uncomfortable. <laughs> but speaking of not being tolerant of people's lifestyles, man... My bad. Dwayne Wade's kid. Mm, D Wade. Yeah. His kid has come out as transgender. Oh, yeah, he's been his kid. Yeah. Because so his son know. was gay, right? And now he's transitioned to a girl. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, Boosie. You know Boosie? Little Boosie? Yeah, little, the Boosie fade. Boosie badass? Mm-hmm. He came out and said, "Yo, man, actually, I don't, I don't like what this, what your your child is doing because you know Dwayne Wade is such a prominent figure in the black community, obviously, being a baller and being a great baller for all these years, yeah. and then having a gay son who's supposed to be a baller one day. Uh, now nah, he's just like, no, I don't, I don't like this, I don't like this. Uh, it's gay. Firstly, your son was gay, and now your son has transitioned, so." What what do you think about this man? What what do you think about all this? I think I read something very very powerful this morning mm-hmm. about this. So it was like a Facebook comment. Like they took a screenshot of it mm-hmm. and put it on Twitter because I don't be on Facebook that much. Yeah. So I saw it, and the guy was like, you know, a lot of us, uh, a lot of people agree with Boosie mm-hmm. because they have been raised by Boosies, right? Mm. And he was like, not a lot of people have been raised by D Waits. So he's like, name me. So he broke it down to us. He was like, a lot of us have been raised by boosies. In other words, we've been raised by people who are like, once there's something odd about the child, you're either going to get it beaten out of you, mm. prayed it out of you. Mm. Like, they're going to not accept you mm-hmm. for who you are as the child and who you want to be, right? It becomes that thing in your household and your community that no, it's not the norm. Mm. So we gotta get it out of your system. 
however we can, whether we shout at you, beat it out of you, talk it out of you. And then it was like, not a lot of people are raised by D-Wades. And it was like, where it's just purely unconditional. Mm. Like, whether his son wants to be gay, or helicopter, <laughs> girl, whatever he wants to be, yeah. D-Wade's like, I'm just going to love you unconditionally. Whatever whatever you want to do, do you. like? I feel you, but um, the kid is only 12, right? Yeah, that's true. So, do you think a kid that young is fully in touch with their sexuality? Because even when he came out as gay, he was very young uh, to maybe know... His sexuality. I'm just speaking for myself. Mm. Uh, maybe I didn't know fully. I knew that I was always attracted to women, but I didn't know that I was not attracted to men. You understand what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, I, I didn't know that I was not attracted to men. So, I know that I'm straight now because I've grown up and that's, you know, not it's not a societal thing where it's been like, oh, you're a guy, you have to be attracted yeah. to women. I've actually seen that I don't like men. I've yeah. seen it. Like I've, The first time I was actually magged on by a guy is when I realized that I'm not really into this. <laughs> it must have been yeah. 13, 14. But anything younger than like your puberty ages, do you really know that you're a gay? Let alone uh, that you want to be a woman for the rest of your life. Mm, that's true. I actually don't know. Like, Because I was actually trying to think about it. I was thinking about it like, as well. Like When I was 12, what was I thinking about? Yeah. And I can't remember. So, I don't know. I guess like yeah, there's still a lot of life him to live mm. her you know her to live because i'm saying about. eight years from now she could be like i was wrong i actually do want to be a guy and i'm straight yeah it's a, it's a very rash decision to make at a young age i think yeah as life goes on people will learn more about themselves i guess at this point in her life Greenway's daughter wants to do you take this path on but i guess as time goes Things might stay the same. It might change. But I think, like, it's good to let people experience that. So I think I do respect Dwayne Wade's approach. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that, like, he's just like, you know what? If this is what my child wants, then I'm going to go with it. It's not endangering them. Yeah, it's not putting them in any harm. But there is the harm of uh, cyber abuse because that is the way people are bullied these days. Like, obviously, Lil Boosie is an example of of cyber abuse. He is abusing this kid uh, over her life choices. What was interesting was Boosie's son was also like, I think he's, what, in his teens? He doubled up on it. Yeah, he doubled up as well. He was like, yeah, "Yeah, that's gay. That's gay, I don't care. And then I was just like, ah, there's a good example of how you basically what your parents pass on to you. Very clear example. Very clear example. But, uh... Talking about bullying. mm Mm-hmm. You all see the little dripped out kid with the Down syndrome. Oh, was that kid got Down syndrome? I don't know what he has. He looks like he has Down syndrome. So I'm just assuming. Be very careful. He <laughs> <laughs> looks uh, like he's got that Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> going on. Please, bro. Please. <laughs> this this look at me like I'm doing our cancellation speech. <laughs> he's like, please don't do this. Dad, do you, fam? Do you, fam? Oh. <laughs> He's going into the notes, the views shared of Usaiya. <laughs> yep, I'm gonna put that in the description. That's all I like, got. Say what you gotta say, bro. <laughs> so don't call me Sizzle the Sink for nothing. I'm back, bro. I'm back, bro. <laughs> I, I do call it the Robert Downey 
This is a nickname, okay? But yeah, so that kid who we assume has Down syndrome. Mm. So it's like this little white boy. Mm. He's white or he's brownish. Australian. Australian. Yeah. Video came out of him this earlier this week. He was like, I want to kill myself. What, what, what? Mm, And the mom was like, this is what bullying does. Like, you know, you guys bully an eight-year-old into being suicidal. Mm -hmm. And the internet does what it does. And a few days later, people are like, hey, yo, go to this kid's Instagram. And he's dripped out. He's got Louis Vuitton. He's posting pictures, putting up gang signs, the middle finger. Yeah. Like yeah. he's he's like a a little rapper basically, yeah, right? Really cool. And then people are like, is he even eight? Now people start asking the question, like, <laughs> is he even eight years old? Right? <laughs> 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 and people are like, they think he's eighteen, not eight years old, and they think this was a money grab. And some people are like, no, they've been rich since before this video of him came out. Mm. But people did make donations to okay. him and his mom. Okay. So people are like, oh, did they scam us, the whole internet, into feeling pity for them and, you know, donating. And now he's busy being dripped out in designer clothes, throwing up gang signs. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't understand what's going on with this story, but it's this interesting This story to is watch. literally all over the place. Because, <laughs> firstly, you're telling me that this kid has that Robert, Robert Downey. Right? Yeah. And I'm like, I thought the kid just had a really big head and that's why they were bullying him. I didn't think he was retarded. Well, here we go. Uh, let me get into my notes. <laughs> I didn't know that he was a special ed, uh, a special ed kid. Right? Yeah. I just thought he had a really big head and a weird looking face. That's that's it. I thought it was, it was he was just a kid and he was being bullied because he has weird features facially. But then they, they said that the kid had uh, special needs and whatnot. And now... I see him on Instagram, swagged out. It's very weird. Yeah, the story. It's all over the place, dude. The story is, it's, it's amazing to watch. I'm enjoying watching it because I'm like, God damn, like, what a twist. And I see the kid posing with, with cash. He's got like yeah, wads of cash. He's got like a stack. He's got the best clothes. Like, uh, I, I, he's I don't living know. his best life. I don't know. But it's it just whether it was a money grab or not. I think the point was clear, in that bullying is very detrimental yeah, to the health of the people around you. Like even if you say something as a joke, you could say something as a joke. But if it's repeated enough, you'll feel like, oh man, this person's probably got a point, man. I, yeah. I am worthless, or I am pathetic, or I am just yeah. unbearable to look at for some people. Like. It really gets down to that. Whether that kid is rich or poor, it's going to affect him. Yeah, bullying is... It's never alright, dude. You see artists every day crying about, like, how they're being critiqued in the public eye. Like, they're very sensitive about that. That's To them, that's bullying, dude. Yeah. Why is this artist making a song like this? Why are they singing like that? Why is he rapping so fast? Why is he doing this? It's just... It gets to them, bro. Like... It does. It makes them feel as though, like, they cannot please their crowds, and they're doing, like, everything they can to please their crowds. So, it doesn't matter if you're rich or poor, what your status is, bullying does affect you, bro. Yeah, bullying has terrible effects on people. So, stop bullying, niggas. I feel like you just gotta take the title of the creator approach. Just mm-hmm. close your eyes, man, when you're on the socials. 
keep being cyberbullied. Just close your eyes. Just turn close your, your eyes. Eyes, yeah, Just turn your phone off. <laughs> like log out. <laughs> if you're being cyberbullied, close your eyes, nigga. God damn. Cricket, I was saying that he, he doesn't. Like whenever he drops a new project, yeah, he doesn't look at comments based on uh the project. He only looks at comments when he's asking his fans about like feedback for something. Because when you go to YouTube and there are comments, it's not only your fans that are mm. under the comments. There are people that got referred to you, or there are people that are just like they saw you on the recommended feed, and they're like, "Oh, that was ass," or. You're not even yeah. top four in Slaughterhouse <laughs> when there are only four people in Slaughterhouse. Like he's like he's really going in like about the yeah. abuse that he gets, even as a minor celebrity. Probably not as big as the Royces and the M and M's of this world, but he was like he was going on about like that actually bothers me. So I don't look at comments anymore. I put the music out and I let it do whatever it has to do. The comments are not going to matter. But when he's interacting with his fans, it's like, oh, what do you guys think about the new album? It's his fans, you know. Yeah. He's listening to his fans. And real fans will tell you if it's ass or... That's but true. In, a, in a respectful way. Because I saw with... I was listening to Oprah's podcast. The, oh, my God. That soul thing. You still support Oprah? She's still fine. Vasane, the violator. Okay. Right. So I was listening to, like, the first episode because it was recommended to me by a friend. Mm-hmm. So I went and listened to it. And she actually spoke with this lady because she has like these podcasts with guests where right. they speak about motivational stuff. And I was like, okay, cool. And then Oprah, the lady was telling Oprah about how like one day she became a sensation of a TED talk on the internet. Mm. And then she's like, she made the mistake of reading the comments. And Oprah was like, you should never read the comments. Yeah, Even no. Oprah's like, I never read the comments about anything related to me. Because mm. like, she knows that there are people who are going to say mean things about you. Yep. And it's going to hurt your feelings. Yep. So I think, like, really, just avoid it, guys. Log out. Don't look at the comments. If you have some sort of fame, don't search your name. Like Ari Lennox did, and she also got oh, touched and went on yeah. IG Live. But I think it's like... It's kind of like that thing that calls your name. It whispers you. It's like, yeah. such a name. It's kind of like the like, masochist in everybody. Like, where, where see they... what people are saying about you. <laughs> exactly. Like, find out. There's a narcissistic, masochistic need to know what people think about you. Yeah. Whether it's good or bad. So a lot of these times, the comments are 90% good and 10% bad. Mm. But the 10% sticks in the person's mind so much. Yeah, that's, that's why they get so touched. Like... They'll, they'll see 80 comments about how great the, the project is and how much they are loved by that person. And then five comments of just, what were you thinking with this? <laughs> exactly. And nowadays, we live in two extremes. It's ad- it's either an amazing project or it's trash. Yeah. Whatever you There's do. There's no in-between. Like, forget music or whatever. Whatever you do, it's either great or it's trash. And you're never going to find the people that thinks that think it's a 6 out of 10 and this is what you could have done better. It's either like amazing and flawless or you shouldn't have even bothered. <laughs> <laughs> so, I think we're very, we're very we live in this like microwave instant gratification generation and boy does it suck. <laughs> yeah. For the most part it really does like, suck. If something's not amazing, people think it's bad. That's the issue. No one thinks things Things can be okay yeah. or good. Yeah. People are like, it has to be great or it's bad. No, not just bad. Was it trash? <laughs> yeah. They're talking about the lowest scum. <laughs> like, 
the worst possible thing imaginable. You cannot be good. You cannot be all right. You cannot be okay. You have to be outstandingly great. Yeah. Or just ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Those are the only two options you have, bro. Like, if there was a, a barometer under YouTube of, like, what you think about this video, it's either good <laughs> or it's bad. <laughs> You cannot, there's no, there's no five out of ten there, bro. There's no, yeah. like, yeah, anyway, I guess I've made my point. Uh, what else is yeah. there on this docket <laughs> before we close out? Come on, what thing? I watched that movie, the YouTube one you told me about, the battle rap movie. Oh, Bodied. Yeah, Bodied. Yeah, what did you think about that? I liked it. I enjoyed it. I did too. Yeah, that white kid looks perfectly awkward for the role <laughs> you know. i enjoyed that movie i think that movie because i told you they only got like a hundred thousand they only mm. made a hundred thousand dollars off that movie but the cast it was very important for battle rappers and battle yeah. rap fans because i saw a lot of the guys that i like when i yeah, watch battle true. raps and they were well represented i think the culture was well represented yeah. these guys actually take a lot of time with their crafts putting words together and thinking of the most disrespectful things. I think it was well represented. Great movie. Uh, you guys should check that out. Sign us out. Give I've us got, one, I've give, got one more thing. Give us one more thing on the docket. I've got one more thing. I want to know who you think the Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and Kobe Bryant of rap are. Jeez. <laughs> Why don't he tell me my top three? Well, yeah, <laughs> but I mean, based okay, yeah. on each the, person's the characteristics. Michael Jordan, the Kobe Bryant, and the LeBron James mm. of rap. Jeez. The Michael Jordan. Everyone sees Jordan as this unique being. Mm -hmm. Like, athletics, athleticism. Like, there's nothing Jordan could not do mm -hmm. on a court. Mm -hmm. And I think about that in terms of rap. Hmm. Hmm. It's very difficult, isn't it? It's very difficult. Yep. I'm trying to think who's one person that everyone unanimously agrees has lyrics, flow. I think well, Jay. People, yeah. for the most part, love Jay. Um, I don't know necessarily if he's the Michael Jordan of it, but... That's the unanimous decision for most people, yeah. uh, Jay-Z. But for me, the Michael Jordan of it, like... I should have thought about this more before I asked you this question. <laughs> because it's a very tough question. Yes. I've thought about the LeBron James and the Kobe. Uh, because I think that was just easier. LeBron James, for me, is like the most versatile rapper yeah. the most versatile player he can play virtually any position uh great scorer pretty tight defense photogenic memory like he's just that guy mm. so for me lebron james is like <laughs> and people are gonna kill me <laughs> i hope you don't have the same answer as me and i think you're gonna say who i think you're gonna say who do you think i'm gonna say i know who i'm gonna say people are gonna kill me for yeah, mine's worse. Whoa, what's yours? What's your... <laughs> I, mine is the light skin dude. I think we all know who I'm thinking of. Dude, I was thinking logic. Oh, you think you like? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking logic. <laughs> logic has made virtually every type of rap song that there is, dude. And for the most part, he's 
he's won with them. Yeah. Bar these last couple of projects. But he's probably the most versatile rapper who is an artist. And there's one other person that could be that person too, but it's not the light skin. I don't know who the light skin guy is. Little Drake. I was gonna say oh Drake's the bro. God. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Look, Look no. Drake can play great defense. Hold he on. He can no, play no. great offense. <laughs> no, 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 no. Drake. Think about it. Look, do you know why I think Drake and LeBron are the same? Why do you think that? Drake is not the greatest lyricist there ever has been, right? Right. LeBron's not the greatest, like, scorer ever. No, he's not. Drake's, like, also not the greatest in beef, but he can hold his own, right? He can do great defense. Mm-hmm. LeBron's not the greatest defensive player ever. Like, every speciality, they're both not the greatest have ever done it. But as a whole body embodiment of okay. every category, okay, they're like, this nigga's a great, like... He's up there. I feel you. Yeah. Okay, that makes a lot of sense when you put it like that. But I was thinking Drake is not an out-and-out rapper. Mm. He's a bit too uh, intermingled in different cultures for me to make him LeBron. Because LeBron is a purist in everything that he does. Basketball. He's He's very much a purist. He's got the fundamentals down... And he can do things that'll make you just like, damn, he just did that. Yeah. Even at his age. So I understand why you would say Drake, but for me, it's just too much of that intermingling of cultures. Mm. Um, he's not pure. He's not a purist enough for me. And finally, Kobe. Uh, Kobe, just based on the competitive nature. I was going to say M. I was going to say yeah, M as well. And I, the first that one I had, I was like, they're both gonna, just animals. They're just animals. Yeah. So I'm glad we can actually agree on one thing, Eminem. <laughs> yeah. uh, the competitive nature and that will to want to be better than the next person, uh, do better, sound better, rap faster, d- just do any every type of bar spitting flow or whatever it is, better than the next person. That competitive nature has to go to Eminem. Mm. So well, why did you, you say Eminem? No, I just see that same mentality. Yeah. And the yeah, way yeah. him and Kobe moved, that they are their own competition. Yeah, yeah. Like, yes, they acknowledge other guys are great, mm. but they ultimately want to be better than those guys and still be better than the version of themselves that's better than those guys. Very true. Like, they are very competitive at, like that. And they're both fathers. Well, yeah, the fathers yeah. of young girls. They're, they're like, the... There's something that, that Crooked Eye said. There's something about great people, uh, that something that they all have in common with each other, and that's their work ethic. Like, people that are great, people that are different to the rest of the pack. If you think about Kobe, he's different to the rest of the people that he bowled with. Yeah. Think about uh, LeBron is the same, and Jordan was the same. They're all different to their generation of ballers. They're outstanding, and that's only because of their work ethic. Then I thought about Lionel Messi, and I was like, that's not true. <laughs> because Lionel, he could, all he needs to work on is fitness every day, like, just keep yeah. fit. Other than that, that guy is just natural talent. He doesn't really need to work that hard. But, yeah, yeah for the most part, it's true. For the most part, you got to be great. To be great, you have to work really hard. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. I think that's just the luck of the draw, though. Some people just going to yeah. be naturally talented. Yeah, that's just luck. I, I yeah. Agree. It is a luck of the draw. Some will work their way up there. Mm-hmm. Some people will work their way up but fail. 
Because that's do, the worst. <laughs> I do think there's quite a lot of people who put in the shifts every single day mm. and they're still trash. Like they yeah. do all the workouts and they just don't have that talent. Like the talent they never is, bloom. Yeah. They never bloom. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just unfortunate. It would be like the most criminal thing ever if <laughs> Ronaldo were to like work as hard as he has his whole life just to be regarded as like a Troy Deeney. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, and Troy yeah. Deeney's a great player as well, but I mean, not like Ronaldo. Yeah, Ronaldo's an sure, animal. Yeah. If you had to work as hard as the Ronaldo we know now and be in the same conversation as Troy Deeney, that would be painful, bro. Exactly. <laughs> and probably dudes like that out there. Bro, probably there are some guy are, yeah. that works super hard. He just can't crack the code. He can't get that next level. Anyways, <laughs> uh, shout out Chelsea, whooped your asses again. Uh, shout out to all our listeners, man. You guys make this worth it. Um, shout out to somebody I forgot, and I thought about it before we did the pod. Mm. Fuck it. Um, yeah, shout out Coco. You know who you are. Who the heck is Coco? She knows who she is. Who's Coco? <laughs> they know who they are. <laughs> they. They know who they are. Coco. Another thing, Sam Smith didn't know that he was non-binary until like last year. Mm. How does this kid know that he's like? He, tr- Sam Smith went from being openly gay to being non-binary in his adult life. I think Dwayne's Dwayne Wade's son is gonna have a really rocky road ahead of him. I'm not gonna lie. I, I just thought about that now. I don't know why that just sprung into my head. Mm, yeah. We spoke about the Transformers before. <laughs> This is the Transformers. Who said that? <laughs> that was me. Was that you? <laughs> no, that was no, yeah, no, that was Dirty Works. Dirty oh. Works was like, this is the Transformers. <laughs> dirty, dirty Works, man. Yeah, Dirty Works was like, these transgender people. Like, this isn't Transformers. Yo. Like, pick a side. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, that's society, oh, man. Oh, that's how people oh, feel. Oh. But yeah, people right now are in a very fluid state. They're just going with the flow. So don't let them all transition and do what they need to do. And transition back if need be. It's going to happen. Anyway, shout out to whoever Coco is. We'll find find out. I'll do some investigating. I'll call those guys. You know those guys on... What does that show? Cheetahs? Follow you in a white van. <laughs> we'll get to the bottom of who Coco is. Let me ask you this. If you saw Joop Joop in the mall, <laughs> would you start writing? <laughs> I, I wouldn't need to. I wonder how many people would panic. Uh, yeah, bruh. I feel like I should be a good prank. I should just hire Joop Joop for a day and start walking <laughs> into places. <laughs> places that you know your boys are going to be at. <laughs> and just see who panics. Who in the room starts sweating? Like, oh shit, Joop Joop. <laughs> And the cameras. Nah, I, I, I have nothing to hide. I, I would be perfectly comfortable. <laughs> uh, that would, how would you react? I'd be chilling. Man. Ah, the feds are watching for some. Yeah, I could sit down, calm. <laughs> like, what to do, jubes? What to do, jube jubes? <laughs> you know? Like, who are you here to fetch, bro? <laughs> nah, yeah, I'm done for. I'm done for the day, man. Yeah, shout out Got to places to go. Shout out to the pod family. Shout out to Ips. Mm-hmm. Shout out to uh, Creative Conversations. Mm-hmm. Shout out to to who else? Our listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, our listeners. Thank yeah, you guys. Keep showing us love, show us support. Follow mm-hmm. us at YGF Podcast on Twitter, at YGF Podcast on Instagram as well, right? It's still your girlfriend's favorite pod. 
Oh, your girlfriend's uh, fave pod. Yeah, your girlfriend's fave pod. And you change that down on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Follow us there. Shout out to Eddie. Shout out to all our friends and family. We love you guys. Yes, we do. And yeah, let's go. Let's end off this. Oh yeah, shout out to my to my boy Sia. He's turning what five, six this year. Sia. Yeah, yeah. He's he's born on the twenty ninth, so he, he gets to have his real birthday this year. So, so shout out to him, man. <laughs> that that seventh birthday party gonna be lit. Who the hell is Sia, dude? That's one of my niggas. Well, how old is he for real, though? He's our age, <laughs> but he's just born on the leap year day. So oh. that's what I'm saying. He's gonna. He's only turning really seven. So people like that, do they have their birthdays on the twenty eighth every other year or on the first? Uh, he always puts it in our hands. He's always like, you guys can wish me when you feel. Do you want to wish me on the 1st of March or on the 28th? What does ID say? No, it's because he's born on the 29th. So I don't know what his ID says. His ID must say the 29th, I guess. But that's wild. You got to wait every four years to celebrate. That's crazy. So you're turning five. Yeah, 26. 26. Five five or six. That's crazy. Go to the club with the beard and they're like, you can't get in. (laughs) Like, nope. That's insane. I don't think I've ever met anybody born on a leap, on a leap day. That's yeah. insane. So how many days? So we got three hundred sixty-six days this year. Yeah. One extra day. One more day to decide. Are you gonna use that day wisely? Are you gonna give yourself fellatio? Are you gonna fellate yourself? <laughs> fellate yourself. What did you do on Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Yeah. I was with Eddie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we. Me, Eddie, we went out, joined my brother and mm-hmm. his partner as well. And yeah, we just chilled. Had a nice evening, weekend type thing. You didn't tell me Dirty Works is going to be a daddy. Oh yeah, Dirty Works. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, you didn't tell me that. It's been like five months <laughs> apparently. <laughs> I don't know. He, he, I thought he told you. Nah, I found out when he came to drop off uh, the dog that, yeah, he told my mom, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be a daddy. I was like, the, the fuck? You know. mean I've been going to your house every week and I didn't know this? <laughs> anyway, man. That is what it is. It is yeah. what it is. Congratulations to Dirty Works, I guess. And uh, guys, have a great weekend. Stay safe and have a great week ahead. Yes. We love you. We Bye-bye. Bye-bye.